Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford. Once again, I'm joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How you doing tonight, Jeff? Coach, man, I'm telling you what, I had a great day, Coach. Well, hey, tell us about your day. Well, okay, here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Even though it was a Monday, and usually Mondays are really, really bad, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pumped about the, the football coach that the Razorbacks hired. Uh, yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. I think here's, 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 <laughs> we a all dude, are. here's a dude that's going to cause a little mental toughness, and I like it. Uh, so I'm excited. And plus, we're getting down here. We've already had three straight three state championship games. And then this weekend, we got 4A, 3A, and 2A. Yes, sir. And so, hey, it's down to let's get these boys a ring. That, that's where we're at. And, you know, in 7A and 6A and 5A, that, that's already been decided. And, the, and those rings are probably already being ordered. Yeah. Hey, Brian Dean, how you doing? I am doing well. And you know what? What? Have you noticed anything different this week? Um, He's still wearing a hat with the state yeah, of Texas on it. Not so much that. Got a haircut? Nope. Uh, maybe his mic works. I can hear you. <laughs> we, we tried to sabotage that as much as we could. It didn't work out for us. What did you say, Brian? We can't hear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh? Hey, Coach, let's move on in. Uh, let's move on. Let's, let's start talking about football, Coach. Let's start with the 7A. Well, 7A, you know, Bryant uh, wins 21-7 to 7 over North Little Rock. And we've been saying, you know, for 10 weeks, uh, Bryant was the, uh, the eventual champion. And uh, and you called it. Brian called it. We all called it. But it was a much closer game than, than what we all three anticipated. Hey, that was a great ball game. 20, 21 to 7, that's a lot closer than I thought it would be. I think so also. What about 6A, Coach? 6A, you know, we I, I'm a big fan of Benton. Benton's head coach. Uh, they get beat 28-27 by Searcy. And, uh, you know, according to Brian Dean, you've been on the Cersei bandwagon all season, and I can't recall that. And I've listened to every podcast, but I guess it might be true. Well, I watched – did, did either one of you guys watch this game? I did not. I watched I it. And, well, I say I watched it. I missed, I missed a little bit. I do not know when Benton scored their last touchdown, if they went for two or missed a field goal, I don't know because I missed that part. But at one time, Cersei was up like 14, you know, and, and – uh, Benton made a comeback. Hey, it's a great ball game. It's a great ball game. So what about what about five A, coach? Well, you know we, uh, we we've been saying Little Rock Christian all season long. No, they, we have not been okay. saying that. I think we have. I think we have. <laughs> Brian, have we not been saying Little Rock Christian all season long? I mean, didn't they no. didn't they defeat PA earlier in the year? They did, but that was a they fluke did. deal. That was a that fluke was a deal. fluke deal. I sat right here and said, whoever won the Harrison Plasky Academy game was going to win it all. I thought Harrison was going to win, and they did. We all thought Harrison would win that. But game. the Pulaski Academy caused a big article, caused argument, because he said, so are you getting off that? That Going back on what you said about the winner coming from that side of the bracket, I did not. I picked Pulaski Academy. You went with Little Rock Christian. I did go with Little Rock Christian. Well, you were wrong. I was way wrong. 63-21 PA over Little Rock Christian. By 42, you was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, man, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, Coach, now we get to the this last week was semifinals in the 4A, 3A, and 2A. Let's go to the 4A. 4A, it be Shiloh. Playing Robinson this week. Uh, that'll be uh, the 13th at 7 o'clock. Hey, I want to – before we move on to 3A, Coach, on, on Shiloh – and Shiloh had to go all the way across state, you know, five and a half hours, play cross it, and won 49-14. to 14. 
but here's the deal on that. Uh, Truett Toilet from Shiloh, mm-hmm. I, if, I, if, I, if I'm right, he tied the state single-season reception, TD reception record at 30. Oh, my goodness. So he already holds the 4A record, but the overall state record at 30. So if he catches a touchdown pass in this next game, then then Truett Toilet will uh, – He'll, he'll, he'll own the state record, Coach. That'll be awesome. I mean, he's right now he's tied the record. That's what you're saying, yeah, correct? But, yeah, but you know what, what I find so strange about that? Think about all the good receivers. Oh, my goodness, Think yes. about Think Throughout about the all state. the ones that come out of Greenwood. Uh, think about Pulaski Academy, all them teams that score 50, well, just, 60 points a game. Think about K.J. Hill at up at Ohio State that just set the all-time reception NCAA, record there. Yeah. Was, he, he was a great Arkansas high school player, wasn't oh, he? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So. And here you've got a young man from Chilo that's going to, you know, should, should break the record this yeah, week. Yeah. So, be, before we move on, though, who do you pick out of those games? I'd, well, like, to see, I'd like to hear both of your – You're talking about Robinson and Shiloh, of course, yeah, right? Robinson and Shiloh. Yeah. You know, he's been on the Robinson bandwagon all season long and he hadn't been wrong, but uh, I don't know. There's just something about Shiloh this year. I'm, I'm going with Shiloh also. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and, and I just – well, yes. I mean, Shiloh, Shiloh already, they've already – they uh, handled Nashville, you know, pretty easily, and Nashville was was the uh, four seed out of uh, Robinson's class. So, I just think – I think you're right, Coach. I think Shiloh wins that one. Uh, Ozark played Robinson – you know, I mean, it's 48-21. That, that score is a little closer than I thought it was going to be. But right. we move on to 3A. 3A, Harden Academy and Osceola. That's uh, that's the 14th at 630. Man, that's going to be a great game. That will be a very good game. You know, Harding, Harding Academy and Osceola, both of those uh, extremely, extremely talented and uh, uh, programs with a lot of tradition. So that would be a great, great game. Who you got? Uh, well, who, uh, okay, I'm taking Harding Academy. Well, I was going to take Harding Academy. Okay, you take Harding Academy. <laughs> I've no, got OCL. You've got OCL. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think I think it's going to be Harding Academy. Yeah. I mean, you you talk about tradition, and we can go back to the days of uh, Alan Holland, you know, and Tommy and Donnie Edwards and Scott Holloway, Patrick Fitzgerald, and those guys, and Harding Academy came to uh, came to Farmington, and uh, they had a tailback that was just you know, uh, state renowned. Chet Moreland, I believe, was his name, and uh, and we. Very fortunate, won that game and so on. But, I mean, you hear about Harding Academy being in there year in and year out, and you right. can say the same for Osceola. Right. Yeah. I, I was just going to say the only reason why I'm taking Osceola, and, and, and not that they're a bad program or Harding Academy is a bad program, but I, I contacted one of my ex-teammates from on the hill that went to Osceola, and he said uh, – David Barrett um, – he said that there's just something about what's going on in Osceola right now that just gives him – this intuition that Osceola is going to bring home. You know, what is it every week we name drop? Just, and, you know, I mean, here's you, the You deal. talked about it he, a couple weeks ago, he too. Dropped a dude, <laughs> he dropped a dude that was a highly recruited defensive back and turned out to be a great defensive back at, the, at yeah. the U of A. That's awesome. and, and now here's my question. So you said he was your friend. He still is. So did you carry his pads? <laughs> you carried his pads, didn't you? Negative, from the, from the practice field all the way to the Burrow Center, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we were both freshmen together, so uh, unfortunately, our freshman year we had to do some uh, we had to do some pad carrying a couple of times. All right. Well, let's move on to two A. Two A Junction City Fordyce. That also is on the fourteenth, and that's at noon. All right, coach. Who you got? Junction City. That's who I'm going with. Brian Dean. Huh? Likewise. Yeah, Junction Junction City. I mean, you know, hey, Fordyce, 
Four Dice Red Bugs, man. That's that's uh, one of my favorite mascots out there, the Four Dice Red Bugs. But Junction City, boy, they've won a bunch of them. Yes, so. they have. Same thing. A lot of tradition. You hear about them over and over, year in and year out. Before we get out of football, and we, we want to send out a congratulations to Moralton's uh, Jacoby Criswell, Gatorade Arkansas Player of the Year. Uh, you know, he at one time, he said he's going to North Carolina. Now that Pittman's up here, you never know, boys. You never know. He could be coming back up here. I hope he is. Well, we all do. We need him up here. He is a – you know, we've we've seen him play. He's in our conference. Yes. And that dude has got a rocket. Yeah, he, he you know throws well on the run. I mean, just incredible, incredible athlete. He uh he can like a young Coach Osnes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He he doesn't measure up to Coach Osnes. Uh, is that what you're getting? No, at? Hey, he's he's in a world of his own right there. <laughs> he can play. He was the very, Gatorade Player of the Year. Coach, go ahead and tell him about how he used the Burger King. The Burger King, all there Burger you go. King team. Burger King all <laughs> yeah. Coach, anything else on football? You know, it's it's wrapping up, and there's been some great games, and you know, upsets in in our minds, maybe uh, on a couple of them. But it's been a great season. It has, and you and I, we we love football. You know, and uh, you and I, and Dean, I know you, you love football, too. <laughs> I know that. But, but you, that Texas football, that ain't real football. Y'all wear we'll Pumas. Get, we'll, Remember that? The Puma. Yeah, the team shoe. Puma. For, what school did you go to again? Flower no. Bluff. <laughs> what is it? Flower Bluff. Flower, flower Bluff. Bluff. Yes, sir. Flower Mound. Flower Bluff. Corpus Christi. Yeah, okay. I like the I'm, beach here. I hate to see football season wrapping up. But that moves us right into to basketball and basketball going, kicking off strong. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we'll, we'll hit a little bit on basketball. And uh, then, then, hey, we, we're going to talk some wrestling tonight too, Coach. Sounds great. So, all right, we'll be right back. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, I want to welcome everybody back, Jeff Oxford, and uh, joined by Coach Osnes. And we've been arguing a little bit tonight 
And uh, like usual, I'm right, he's wrong. <laughs> We've figured that all out during the break time. But hey, want we'll to drop everybody an email address. Continue to send emails uh, if you got suggestions of stuff you want us to talk about or cover. Um, that's ox and oz at gmail.com. O x a n d o z at gmail.com. Coach, let's talk a little basketball, man. Well, I tell you what, there's a lot of uh, you know holiday tournaments uh you know it seems like everywhere you look right now in the paper there's a tournament at, at this high school this weekend and so on i know our local teams farmington uh has been in a girls tournament in uh, i suppose the green county tech mm-hmm. uh the boys are uh hosting their own tournament uh i believe it's tony sasheries was it this upcoming weekend this weekend starts thursday yeah and you know it's the term has changed so much coach and um you know any more that's you they guarantee games. You're going to go, you're going to play three games. You know, it's more of a round robin. And then uh, somehow they figure out who the winner is out of all that. I don't know how you do it, but they do it. But you're right. There's tournaments all over. And, and it's not just high school, but it's junior high. Uh, you get, you know, like, like you said, the, the Farmington went down down uh, uh, south and played. Uh, you got Fedville with their – they got a great tournament going on this weekend uh, – the Bulldog Classic, that's a great tournament. But here's the thing about these holiday tournaments, and you'll find them from now all the way up through Christmas. And most schools start their conference uh, schedule, you know, after after Christmas. Uh, but you can go and you can pay one price, and you can get in and you can see three, four, five, five good ball games for a cheap price, you know, and it's it's a uh, if, if you're a girls basketball fan, you can find tournaments that are just girls. And same same thing with guys, Coach. It's it's a good time of year to see some good basketball. It is a great time. And, you know, we uh, we look forward to this time as a coach. I mean, you want to get these kids in these tournaments and, and play some teams that you don't normally see. Uh, you want to play some teams that you think might be better than you so maybe they can, you know, take advantage of some certain situations that, you know, maybe exploit some weaknesses. And so that way you can go back and, and make sure before conference season you, you can, you know, go ahead and get things strengthened up and make sure you're ready to go for your conference season. Coach, in, in some previous podcasts we've talked about some talent, uh, you know, some girls in northwest Arkansas and some boys also. So I encourage anybody to, uh, you know, take a look at your paper. And you, you can find those teams playing. That's a great time to, to go watch them. Then you roll into conference play. And, you know, I know I've seen some good teams that come in a conference play, and they may be 500. You know, uh, Coach White last week, you know, he, he said that there's a possibility they could be 0-10 before they start conference play. And, and he feels like they got, you know, a fairly good ball club. He's going to go out and he's going to play the best talent that he can find uh, just to see where he measures up and what they need to work on. I mean, that's, uh, you know, to me, that's, that's a great philosophy in coaching. Let, let's, let's make sure that we get to the tournament at the end of the season because in a lot of our minds, that's what counts. Right. I mean, all this leading up to a conference season anyway is nothing more than preseason almost. So, uh, you know, it makes for good, good entertainment. But, uh, you know, you want to see where you stack up against better talent. You're right good friend of mine and yours coach coach brian law he used to he used to always say one of his favorite things to say was a season is a breakdown of three seasons you got the everything before conference preseason said you always wanted to play some you knew you could beat some that you had to play pretty good to beat and some that you had to be just about perfect to beat and he he lived by that in football and he says then you got your conference season and then you get your, your, your playoffs afterwards. So everything you do in this first part is to get ready for that very last part, Coach. That's very, very true. So, Brian Dean, you got anything on basketball? 
Well, I mean, just just the fact that it, it's an exciting time of year, and it, you know, the girls like like you mentioned went over to Green County Tech and took two out of three, one two out of three over over there. And uh, I remember back in the day the Holiday Hoops tournament, and that, this is that time of year that you start to see, like you guys said, these bigger name teams fighting it off with with other teams, and I mean, great basketball. Oh yeah, time I, of year. And I said earlier that tournaments have changed so much. Back in the day, Coach, we had bi-county tournament usually took place about this time. Right. You know, and uh, and and now that bi-county tournament is kind of more of a junior high tournament. That is correct. Uh, you know, but everybody – but in the bi-county tournament, you ended up playing people that you would play during your conference right. season. And uh, so I, th- I think it's great. I mean, you – I challenge you, – you guys go to the Bulldog Classic this week, you're going to see some great basketball. Uh, Tony Saturis out here at Farmington. That 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 tournament is going to be some great ball games. Um, like I said, they're they're all over the state. What was the one in Springdale you, you mentioned earlier? The uh, Slim's Chicken Classic uh, was a couple of weeks ago, and then Siloam Springs had you know fallen back to the junior high. They've got the Allen Classic or the, the Popeyes, Popeyes Classic. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and you you mentioned the Bi County tournament being a junior high. You know. Why we're here talking about that, I'd like to say congratulations to both of Farmington's junior high basketball teams. They actually were the, the uh, Bi-County Tournament <coughs> champions over at Prairie Grove last weekend. Nah, Prairie Grove, they put on they put on a good tournament over there. So, uh, you know, Coach Coach Froud and, and uh, Coach Edmonds and them, and them guys, they do a great job, uh, the, the high school coaches over there. That's a couple coaches we need to get on here too, talk a little bit about their programs. But um, – so that that's going to cover basketball this week. Uh, next week, I think we'll we'll probably have another basketball coach on. Probably go back to the women's side. Um, you know, it's about time to bring on a, another uh, woman women's coach. Uh, coach, you got anything else you want to add on basketball? No, I, I think what we probably talked you know we've talked about a little bit as far as the women's side. Maybe get Coach Tom Holmeyer. I mean, he has uh, doesn't he have a D one. Uh, kid up there maybe in Bentonville. Yes, yes. And uh, let him talk about her and their and their season and uh, what all's going on and, and who they expect to be tough competition throughout the rest of the year. Also, as far as the women's side goes, I'd like to say also congratulations to McKenna Van Zandt, Trinity Johnson, named la- uh, last week Gatorade and Spirit 52 Players of the Week, co-players of the week. So That's that's right. You're took hey, um, well, since you brought that up, you know, McKenna Van Zandt, here she is. She's a four-year starter. Yes, sir. Uh, for Farmington, Coach, here here is a here is a girl that halfway through her junior year, not even halfway, <clears throat> she was at the thousand point mark, and which a thousand point <coughs> excuse me, a thousand points um, doesn't sound like a lot, but a thousand points is a ton. And then when you look at most of the time in her high school career, she's played point guard, so it's not like she was coming down just setting up on the three-point line waiting for somebody to pass her the ball, right. um, you know. And then it's it's a remarkable feat to score over 1,000 points in the high school. And, uh, you know, she's she's going to come up, and I'd be very surprised if she don't hit 14 or 1,500. Um, you know, she's going to hit 1,500 about midway through the, the yeah. conference season, uh, which, is, which is scary. And here's the other thing about that. I mean, it wasn't, what, two and a half years ago, this time of year that she was in the battle with HUS. That's right. And uh, to overcome that and battle back for her, you know, and come back the way that she did and still be able to accomplish what yeah. she's accomplished, looking at staring down the barrel of 1,500 points and then also signing the uh, signing her national letter of intent to further her education and playing career at UCM. I mean, 
great yeah great story and and that's a, that's a great program she's going to and they're getting a great kid you know uh coach coach you, you and i we we grew up with we grew up with her with her mother's family um you know that's she comes from a good family she's a great kid and that's a that's a great great award for her right there it is and you know you guys were talking about her uh you know thousand point mark and so on i mean just watching her play she moves well without the ball and you know as a point guard you're going to distribute the ball but also i mean she does a good job when they match up man i mean she can create her own shot and which is point proven right there with the amount of points she scored to this point in her career well we're going to take a quick break and then uh we'll come back probably talk a talk to coach west talk a little wrestling and uh so we'll, we'll be back here in just a minute make sure to stay tuned to the ox and oz show with jeff oxford and randy osness you can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct to garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, I want to welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford. Once again, my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes, he's still here. Why are you still here, Coach? <laughs> I'm just sticking uh, around I mean, for the ride. Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Hey, Coach, Brian Dean has got this dude on the phone right now. Hey, you'll never guess who it is. Well, you know, we talked about it the last couple of weeks uh, that we had to get somebody on here that, you know, had a great wrestling background, and, and Brian's gone above and beyond. We've got somebody that's won a couple state championships. Brian, why don't you go ahead and introduce the coach? Yep, so it's, uh, th- this week we have the honor and privilege to host ne- Coach Nika West out of uh, Springdale Harbor High School, and, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I got tired of you guys dropping the ball on this <laughs> wrestling thing because for we three weeks straight we've talked about how we were going to bring wrestling. So I got tired of the ball rolling around on the floor, so I picked it up for you guys and said, here you go. So, Coach Nika West. So, who who gave Dean a microphone? <laughs> I did because I uh, produced this show. Coach, hey, Coach, go Coach, ahead. Coach West, hey, I, yeah. first off, thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Thanks for asking me. Thanks hey, for calling me. And now, Coach Osnes, I think you guys say, or Brian, Coach Dean, Brian Dean said you won a couple state championships. And, uh, Coach, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I'm going to speak for myself, I don't know a whole lot about wrestling. 
And, and can you kind of break down, I mean, what, what does a, a wrestling match consist of? Well, a wrestling match is three periods of uh, two minutes each. Um, doesn't seem like a long time, but when, when you're out there grinding away, there's no timeouts, there's no substitute. You can't tag somebody and say, come in, take, take my spot. It's just you and, 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 and your opponent uh, going for six minutes straight, um, unless the pin occurs earlier. But uh, um, it takes a lot of uh, exertion from, from using your muscles, and, and it tires the person out. Uh, you can have one of the best football players um, on the football field come to wrestling practice, and they can't go six minutes. Um, as, as you guys know, your coaches and, and coaches here, football, you have a play for five, ten seconds, and then you take a 45-second rest. Whereas wrestling, it's you're constantly going for six minutes straight. So, so coach, in, in that in those three in those three periods, what does a per, how how do you score? How do you get points? Uh, you score by by a takedown first. Uh, both both wrestlers are, are standing up on their feet, uh, and a takedown occurs by by essentially, and, and I'll break it down to, to a lot of people. It's basically like a like it's a double leg takedown, but it's basically like a tackle on football. You 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 explode through the hips, um, you drive through them, um, get them on the mat, and you've got to gain control um, by covering by covering them up, covering their hips up. You can't just pick somebody up, throw them down, and not come down with them. Otherwise, you don't get any points for that. Ah, Coach Augustus? Yeah, well, I mean, you were talking about the three periods, two minutes each. I grew up with three brothers, and we destroyed a trailer house there in Fedville when we lived there. And uh, we wrestled all the time, and, and I can't imagine going for two minutes straight. Uh, that's, that takes some great condition. Coach, kind of take us through some of your practices. Uh, how do you get these athletes ready to go? Um, uh, uh, we, we don't, we don't spend a lot of time running. Um, a lot of, a lot of our conditioning is we drill, um, certain situations. We drill takedowns. We drill, um, stand up front from, from the bottom position when, when, when we're on the mat. Um, but when we drill, we go, we go full speed so that every, every time we go, it's like a, it's going to be a live situation. It uh, we, we want our conditioning to be through our wrestling because we can run all day long, but we're not going to get in wrestling shape by running every day. We got to get on the mat. We got to wrestle. We got to drill like we're going to wrestle um, in a match. Um, you know, we 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 drill the same stuff over and over, um, and we get good at what we what we do. We want to. We want to create muscle memory with what we do with our technique. Well, I like that. That's that's a lot of. I mean, that's a philosophy that a lot of old school coaches had football wise. I mean, we're going to practice like we're going to play, and we're going to play like we practice. That's uh, that's that's a great philosophy, coach. So, I mean, take us through a little bit. Maybe your your state championship teams, and you know, we we talked with you briefly prior to going on live that you know you you grew up in North Carolina. Uh, you know, talk maybe about your teams in comparison to some of those you know those teams that you've coached that have won a state championship. Um, a couple of the, probably, probably one of the best, um, compliments I got was, uh, a wrestler walked up to me after we won in 2016 and, and basically said, I hate, I didn't like wrestling your team. And, and, you know, I had a lot of respect for the wrestler and he had a lot of respect for, for, for myself and, and for, for our teams and everything. And, uh, 
he he basically told me he hated wrestling our team because our guys went out and it was like they were robots out there because everybody from 106 pounds to 285 did the same thing over and over and they couldn't stop us and that just goes back to to relate what what i said earlier is just drilling everything um and creating that muscle memory because when, when we perform a takedown or perform an escape or something we have something in mind that we do every day in practice and so when they're in those situations they react um without even thinking about it and it and it and it just happens so um that was probably one of the best compliments i got um from from a wrestler um you know but both years 2012 and 2016 um we had pretty good squads uh um both those years uh, i think in 2012 i want to say 58 points separated us in second place in 2016 i think it was 68 points that separated um us from second place um so we we had some we had some great great kids and and when I say we had great kids, they, they came in as freshmen right off of uh, the, the 2012 state team. So they were freshmen that next year, and and they just kept grinding away, kept grinding away. And then four years later, when they were seniors, they were able to win a state title as well. So, so coaches, when you say 68 points and 58 points on a match, does does if one of your your uh, players wins a match? Does that count as one point, or they, I mean, they get how, how's that work? In tournaments and, and duels, dual dual matches are us against one other team, um, just just like a football game. We're we're going against just one other team. Um, that's a dual mat dual a dual match, um, and then a tournament, which is our state tournament, where you have multiple teams. We had um, I want to say twenty four teams that year, um, both those years really, um, and you have a lot of individual wrestlers out there wrestling and things points are points are scored a little bit different in a dual match with us and one other team if you get a pin that's worth six points for your team if you win by 15 or more points over your opponent that's worth five points and then if you win by a margin of eight to 14 points over your opponent that's called a major decision that's worth four points and then if you win over your opponent by seven or less points that's that's called a decision that's just three points for your team and then in a in a tournament um we 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 call call it bonus points if we get a pin or a major decision or a a tech fall we call those bonus points because if we get a pin in a tournament that's one extra point for our team if we get a tech fall um that's uh I'm, I'm sorry. If we get a pin, that's two points for your for your team. If we get a major, de- if we get a tech fall, that's worth one and a half points. And then if we get a major decision, that's worth one point in a tournament. And then if you advance on the championship side, you you get another point, another two points. If you advance on the consolation side, you get one point for for advancement. So in, in one in one match, you can make you can make up a big deficit or create a big deficit. Yes. Yes. So you know when, when a when a score like, for example, we, we this season already we went over to Joe Oklahoma and we lost uh, uh, fifty-one to thirty, and technically, that's that that could be two matches right there that that could make that difference. So if we got pinned in two matches, you take those pins away and we pin them, then um, 
and then, and then then we're up 42 to 42 to 39. Ah, uh, okay. So, coach, can you tell us a little bit about the the conference that that you that you wrestle in and and uh and then after you get done with that, tell tell us about some of the kids on your team. Sure, absolutely. Our our conference uh this in my, in my opinion and of course I'm I'm biased, but uh um we have we have pro- probably the best conference in the state for um uh, for wrestling and, and and the only reason I I say that one if you look at the last 12 years of the state championships only two have been down down a little rock area Every, everything else has been up here um and and we kind of have an advantage being up here being so close to Oklahoma and Missouri we're able to get off in those states and and compete and and, and get our guys better what was the what was the second question? A little bit. Talk. Tell us a little bit about 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 your team. Um, our team right now, we're we're pretty young right now. Um, I think at Jay we started uh, out out of out of the fourteen weight classes, we started ten freshmen and sophomores. Wow. Um, out of the fourteen weight classes, and we got a huge sophomore class right now. Um, and, and you know, and I, I think. I think we have we have the guys we have the mentality um, to have a special season, um, and and to follow that up, we've got a really good group of freshmen coming in next year as well. That's awesome, Coach. By name, uh, give us some of the guys that you're you're counting on this year to uh, to maybe get you to another state championship. Um, so- sophomore wise, we have uh, um, Cooper Phillips. We have Giovanni Casfiasca. Um, senior, we have Isaac Withrow um, and Jorge Vargas. Those are those are really our only two seniors that are starting right now. Um, and then uh, we got a couple of juniors up top. We got uh, Billy Tillery. We got Ricky Samuel. Um, Billy Tillery is around one one ninety five, and Ricky Samuel's two twenty. And then I then I have Peyton Henderson at heavyweight. Co- Coaching and the, oh, go oh sorry, Peyton, Peyton Henderson and and Billy Tillery, both those guys uh, also played football for Harbor this this past year, and both of them are juniors. Coaching, I noticed uh, looking at looking at your schedule, you mentioned that you go to Jay, Oklahoma, and then uh, tomorrow night, uh, according to the schedule, you guys are going up to Kickapoo, Missouri, for another match. And and we were talking about the guys, but one of the coolest things that 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 I've seen so far in this area. Um, as far as wrestling goes, is what the breakthrough that just occurred a couple, a couple of few weeks ago, where the first AAA sanctioned women's wrestling match uh, was taking place at, at your school, I believe it was. Talk about yes. that breakthrough just a little bit for us. You know, I, that, that that was huge for for our state, for our ladies. Um, you know, I'm all about creating opportunities for for um, for our student athletes or for for our students. Period. Not just athletes, but I want to I want to get in our school and and get kids plugged in with something because they, they they need that they need they need to be plugged in with something they need to be part of something. Um, so for Triple A to sanction girls wrestling and, and that, that gave us an opportunity to to get more more students involved with with sports with uh, with wrestling. Um, I've got two daughters myself. Uh, my oldest, I, I don't think I can talk into wrestling, but my youngest, she, re- her, and I wrestle all the time. So I'm, I'm hoping that that she will take to the mats uh, sooner than later. But uh, yeah, I, I really, I was around uh, the Olympic 
girls coach for, for the United States uh, at a clinic about seven years ago. And, and he had turned down that job several times. And finally, the last time that they called him, uh, he's in his car with his daughter in the back. I think he said she was three and his wife was sitting there. And he told him that he'd think about it. When he got off the phone, he said his wife kind of looked at him and said, Terry, if you don't, uh, if you don't take this, you're cutting off her opportunity and, and pointed to her daughter in the back. Wow. Um, and, and so for me, I kind of took that also personal just upon myself, just listening to his testimony and his story um, to help help uh, lead the direction with, with girls. Uh, we we do have a girls uh, national team coach. His name is Doug McGuire down in uh, Glen Rose, and he's, he has done an exceptional job um, creating a, a huge buzz for, for girls wrestling in the state of Arkansas. Coach, when you said there's several different classes, what 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 is what is the heaviest class you have? Um, two eighty five. You you can if you weigh over two eighty five, um, you have to cut down to make that weight. You'd have a hard time, um, Ox. I couldn't make it, Coach. <laughs> coach, coach I got to lose like forty five pounds. <laughs> See, now that's discrimination yeah, right there. Yeah, coach, what you got to understand? We're we're sitting you know, here talking with a former, you know, college basketball player. He, he's probably about six ten. I, I couldn't tell I'm you what he weighs. Holy cow! I mean, you know, God love him. Back in the back in the mid back in the mid eighties, I think maybe late eighties. It's probably eighty seven. Um, before 87, 1987, they used to have unlimited at, at uh, heavyweight. Well, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'm up to nine pallbearers. <laughs> Coach, if you if you remember Andre the Giant, how big he was. Now, oh, that, that was very That's very close that to even, uh, Jeff Oxford's right, height, but maybe not the weight classification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That ain't right. Well, Coach, tell us, just before we let you go, um, you know, there's there's a lot of competition up here in northwest Arkansas. Maybe maybe you can hit up on some of the other folks within your conference. Maybe you can talk about some of these other conferences, these smaller ones. Just give us a, an idea of what all you see around northwest Arkansas and then maybe the rest of the state. Um, you know, r- wrestling is growing um, all the way around from, from the small schools. Uh, Berryville, I think, uh, had a pretty exceptional year last year. They were runner-up in the state. Um, that was their first time. Um, when I first got out of college, I was, I was helping out at, or, or I, my first head coach job was at Gentry in 2007. I was there two years, um, led them to two thirds, third place finishes. And the year I left, um, uh, the year after I left, they ended up winning a state title, um, over in Gentry. Um, Shiloh has come on strong over the last couple of years. They've, as a matter of fact, they had a wrestler, I think, sign with, Baker University, which is an NAIA school up in Baldwin City, Kansas, uh, two years ago. Um, there's there's a kid that's wrestling for ULR, who's our first Division One um, program in the state, um, who wrestled at Woodlawn, which is a small 1A school, I think. Um, so a lot of our a lot of our wrestling is starting to starting to pick up. Um, wrestling in the state starting to get better. Um, across the board and and what and you know here, here's a here's a stat stat as well and i'll throw this stat out there um arkansas was the 49th state to add boys wrestling wow. they were the 18th state to add girls wrestling but they're the first state to have division one division two II, division three naia junior college women's college wrestling and high school girls and boys that's awesome. So we're the first state to have all levels of, of 
wrestling. Well, Coach, we sure appreciate you joining us. And here's my last question for you. If a person, yes. if a person let's say, uh, like Coach Osnes and I, we, we talk about we want to go see a match. So what That's nights, what nights do, you know, basketball usually falls on Tuesday, Friday. Football's on Friday nights. Is, is wrestling that way? Does it have normal nights that it falls on during the week? It does. Um, typically Tuesday, Thursday. But when we start our conference up in – January, our conference in this area, all of our matches are going to be on Thursday. Okay. Um, start, starting in January. And so you, if if Harbor is hosting a match, you're you're there in the Wildcat Gymnasium. Yes. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we open up conference against uh, Fayetteville and Van Buren on January 9th, I believe, which is Thursday. Or I said I only had one more question, but every time you say something, it makes me think of something. You and I are, so, you and I are going to have to be over there January 9th to watch yeah, that. Yeah, we are. So you said Fedville and Van Buren. So with most conference matches, I mean, do they have three three teams? Or we, what, what, what we do is we, um, like us in Springdale, since we're a, a, a two high school town here and Bentonville has two high schools and, and Rogers has two high schools, since Fayetteville does not have two high schools and Van Buren doesn't, we pair them up. So, for example, us in Springdale will wrestle two two duels. We'll wrestle Van Buren and Fayetteville, but Springdale and us will not wrestle. That will be our rivalry school, um, and th- that will just be one duel at the very end of the year. Oh, okay. It's okay. a good setup. Yep, yeah. yep. Well, Coach, we want to wish you luck, and thank you for kind of introducing us to the rules and uh, and. The, the inner makings of, of uh, high school wrestling. I know it. I know it's growing. Um, you know, it's it's something that we're probably going to see here in in our town of Farmington before long. I thought, um, but we we appreciate you explaining that to us, Coach. And um, oh, absolutely. And if you guys ever want to come up and catch a match at Harbor, just send me a text, call me, and and we'll make it happen. Well, uh, hey, don't be surprised if you don't see us on January 9th. That's uh. Yeah, we'd love to come up here and watch that. And the big thing is, from from myself also, thanks for the education. I mean, this is something that, you know, a lot of us guys don't don't actually get the opportunity. Our coaches get the opportunity to go see, let alone understand all the all the point systems and, and how you guys put set everything up. Yeah, sure, absolutely. It, it gets it gets confusing, but there, but uh, we get very good at math. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Hey, coach, we appreciate you. And we want to want to wish your team luck this year. Good good luck, my friend. All right, thanks, sir. All right, thank, thank you, coach. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. 
you can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, The Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everyone, we're back. Jeff Oxford joined by Coach Osnes. Coach, how's it going, man? It's going very well. Hey, hey this, this is what I want to talk to you about. Can, can I pick a subject tonight? No, Brian Dean's going to pick it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you what Brian was going to pick. Okay. Okay. Um, I want you to think back when you was a senior in 1983 and you had your national signing day where you signed your national letter and tent. Um, I remember walking into the gymnasium and you had those three hats sitting there. You had the University of Arkansas hat. You had the Oklahoma Sooner hat. And then you had – what was that other school you had, Coach? <laughs> there wasn't one. I, I thought it was Burger King University. <coughs> he was Burger King All-American. Uh. Coach was Burger King All-American. <laughs> Coach, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about signing dates. High school kids signing their national letter intents and how much that has changed um, since back when we was in school to what it is now. And, uh, and It's like a holiday now. Oh, I mean, and, it's huge. and people yeah. – people, Coach, people live and die by it. You know, you find a fan and somebody don't have a great early signing period, which don't make, it makes no sense to me, early signing period. But they got early signing period. Now, and it, boy, my team didn't sign nobody, man. We're going to have a terrible year. going to be the worst year ever. But, Coach, when you look at – let's just take uh, – let's just take basketball because we, we just had a basketball early signing period back in November – uh, I think it was like November th is a week there, November 13th through November 20th. And so you've got an early signing period. And then the normal signing period that, that was always there, was it don't start till April. And this year, this coming year, I think it's like April 15th. April 15th through May 20th. So when you look at the signing period for basketball, we had what let's, – let's just talk guys – University of Arkansas, I think they had one guy signed, and they, but they've got three others that committed. You know, so what is really the purpose of the early signing period? Who does it help? Was that's that's a tough question. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This is the way I see it. If if there's been anything that's been done to help a high school athlete, this is it. Well, and, I mean, it, and it, let me explain. And let me explain why I ahead. say that. You're best. I'm just going to say from a basketball player. You sign a letter of intent to play for the University of Arkansas. You go out, you sign that on November 13th, the very first day. You're playing in a holiday hoops tournament, and you blow your knee out. You've already signed your letter of intent. They're, they're going to honor that. You know, if you blow your knee out and you haven't signed, 
you know, they can withdraw that offer. Yeah, someday we need, we need to get into the contract of what you're signing. National Labor Intent, the contract you sign with that school, is it good for four years? Is it good for two years? Is it good for a year? We, we need to get into that in one of these controversial topics that we do here at the end. But getting back to this, so the question that you asked of me, what is good about signing during that early period, from a coach's standpoint, I would much rather have my athletes sign very early in the season prior to the season, whatever may happen, or at the very end. I mean, I don't like a, I don't like being drug out. You know, if you were a football player or whatever, maybe dragging that, that thing out, you know, over and over and over. I don't know. Just these, these it just seems like it's such a, a – Distraction? Yes, most definitely. And then it's filled with trauma. And, and, and it's and like, okay, look – as a high school coach, yeah, not as a college And coach. it's like, look at me, look at me, look yeah. at me. And it's just like, come on now. You know, we're still here. We're still trying to win this state championship. Right. Let's get this stuff taken care of. We're very happy for you. We're ecstatic for you. All the work that you've put in, you've accomplished this. Right. But let's get on to the point at hand with our team concept, and let's go win the state championship. Okay. And so. here's, the other, here's the other thing with that. So we mentioned the early signing period. So let, let's just say that somebody signed in the early signing period, and from, from they're locked into that school at that point in time. However, if that school changes coaches, then they have the option to petition to get out of that, that national letter of intent. So, I mean, to an extent – you know, I agree with you. If I had somebody that was being highly recruited, I'd like to get it out of the way before the season started, knowing that if that school of their choice decided to change coaches, that they could still get out of it, and then they could focus on the task at hand like you mentioned. But, you know, I kind of miss the days, to be honest with you, that it was focused on in on football-wise that one date in February. And it was nationally known that everybody was, sign, you know, potentially signing on that one day, and it became a circus. Yeah. And that's when all the coaches stood there beside the fax machines. Yes. Yeah. Well, now I, they don't I have think, fax machines. I think right. basketball got an advantage for the high school player. I don't – football's not an advantage. You know, football's still toward the end of the season. Um, I mean, well, I mean the early you, signing period for football is December 18th. That's right. You know, so I mean that's yeah. So you know it's uh it's no benefit to the to the student there. You got to put up with the dog and pony show all season. Right. At that point in time, would you consider if for football wise, would you consider it an advantage for the early signing period for colleges? And here's the reason why I ask that because if you know that you have, you know that you have X number of scholarships per year, and if you're waiting until February 5th for all these national letters of intent to come in. And you're thinking, I've offered these people, these people have committed to me, they're coming, and then you don't get their national letter of intent. And then find out that they signed with somebody else. Now you're without, and you're scrambling to try to find somebody. But from a college standpoint, if you have that early signing period and you sign 24 out of 25 scholarships or whatever the case may be, you you still have until February. You know you still have ample amount of time to go back and find somebody to fill that gap. Well, I think it's I, last year. Go back and look at how many players Alabama signed in the early signing period. Almost their whole class. Yeah, I was going to say it was, was like seventeen, I think, in the in the early signing period. I think it's uh, what it does is it puts University of Arkansas. Let's just take them for example. I think uh, they're they're at a disadvantage this year because they're making a coaching change. 
And so now they've got what? they got, uh, what, 11 days? Uh, when, what is it, the 18th? Yes. Uh, yes. So they got basically 10 days to make up to make up some ground and form a recruiting class. But, um, you know, I thought the early signing period, I thought it was a bonus for basketball players. I don't think it's any advantage at all to the high school, and I'm talking strictly high school, where high right. school show. It's, it's an advantage to the high school player in basketball. There's no advantage at all to the football player. Um, you know, and then, of course, all the other division, all the other baseball, tennis, golf, everything, you can start signing on them November 13th, and it runs all the way through August. Right. You know, so, I mean, you got ten basically you got two months that you can't sign if you're playing baseball or softball or or golf or tennis or whatever that is, anything besides football or or uh, or basketball. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of early signing period. I'm like you. I like that February – you know, right. day of signing in football. And, and, uh, Coach, you've got a different perspective because you coach, um, you know, so. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like we talked about in the break. It was, you know, you have certain folks that are maybe going to sign with track scholarship or, or a, a school who run track or whatever, baseball kids, softball kids, whatever it may be. Well, they have this whole period here to sign. I mean, it doesn't have to be done at a certain time. And to do right. something right in the middle of the season – you know, the college coaches that I spoke with, hey, kids going to sign, let them sign. We'll do a signing for them in front of the school prior to, after, whatever it may be. It's just really tough in the middle of the season. Right. What, what, what's y'all's thoughts on these the, the ceremonies, the, the signing ceremonies? You like them? You don't like them? Hey, I like when they walk up there and they got three hats on the table. And all three of them, if they're a really good player, if they're a five, just say they're a five-star quarterback. right. right. Or they're the quarterback down at Moralton that I would love to see at Arkansas. <laughs> I would love for his signing ceremony or his announcement to be he have three hats. I want a University of Arkansas hat. I mean, he's going to pick up one of them, and that's going to be the one he's going to go to school. Right. It's going to be University of Arkansas hat. The second one's going to be a Razorback hat. And the third one is going to be an Arkansas hat. That way I know I get my dude, you know. <laughs> but, but hey, anymore, it's a show, man. They, they, they Videos go out, yeah. you know, and, and, and everything. And I understand, man, it's a special day. You know, it's kind of like my college, I had a college coach tell me one time. He said his two biggest regrets in life, he asked me, he said, Jeff, he goes, Ox, you know what my, my two biggest regrets in life are? And now, please understand this coach wasn't going to actually have me over for Thanksgiving or Christmas. He's, but he told me that his first regret was uh, the day that he asked his ex-wife to marry him. And his, <laughs> his second regret was the day he offered me a scholarship. <laughs> so, oh. you know, but, hey, it's, it's, it's a special day. When you it, sign, it, is, it is, is a special day. And you want to do it in front of your best friends, in right. front of your family. And, uh, man, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the old NAIA. Right. You know, or if, or if you're going, if you're signing with the University of Arkansas, it's a special deal, right. man. People work hard. What was it? What was it they say? 1%? 1% go on to play at the next level, Coach? Well, yeah, and the, and the thing of it is, is you asked me the question, do we, or do we like it, do we not like it? To me, I mean, you get those kids that have just worked their backsides off in the classroom, outside of the classroom, on, on the athletic field or court, and, and all of a sudden they've been offered. And it doesn't matter if they've just been offered books. You know, it, it, if, right. it's a, if it's a work study, 
whatever it is. If they're signing, if they're going to go to school to be a student athlete, I'm all for it. I think right. it's awesome. And, and the more kids we can do, or the more kids we can have do that all at the same time, I think it's great. It's, especially when it when it's you know like you said, if it's something that they're passionate about and they that they want you know they they want to chase after. For instance, you guys remember Dallas Walker? Um, he he getting on with the U of A to do the video program stuff uh, for the football team. Lo and behold, I was talking to his mom the other day. He applied and, and for this scholarship um, that they had completely forgot about. Fifteen months ago, he applied for this. And then the other day, he got $7,000 in, in, his, in his school account. Had no idea what it was for. Turned around and found out that it was from that scholarship that he applied for way back in, way back then. And just the amount of money. So think, so think about this for a minute. Fast forward your your college choice signing period to today and all of the decision-making and that sort of thing. And would you announce where you're going like kids are going to – like kids do today? Would you – if your day that you signed your, your national letter of intent or whatever, would you come out ahead of time and say, this is my choice for, for, for college – and then have a signing day later, or would you do it to where your national letter of intent signing day was the day that you said, here's my three hats that I can go to school at. I've got Arkansas, I've got Oklahoma, and I've got Missouri, just for instance. And then that day, I know what your answer would be. It would be the hog. But, I mean, you know, whatever the case may be with with those hats, would you let it be known ahead of time that you select that school, or would you wait until that that day that you sign and say – Here's my choice, uh, you're, and then sign the letter. Of first off, first off, I was never that good a player that that you had people that really cared. You know, I mean, I mean, of course your friends are curious where you're going, right? But but I, I mean, I still I still remember the day that Mitch Mustaine announced that he was going to go to Arkansas, mm-hmm. and I remember a gentleman sitting in the sitting in the uh, in the audience, and when he said Arkansas, I remember that gentleman going, "Thank God," you know, there wasn't going to be nobody like that at mine. You know, right. so I, I'm going to say, hey, this is where I'm going, and, and I'd love for you to come. I'm signing, I'm signing to, to go. But uh, then another thing, I don't think my father would have let let me put on a show like no, what you I, see I think, now. I think the way we were probably brought up and our personalities would be different than maybe some of the situations that we see today. Uh, you know, gosh, I. We just opened up a can of worms right there. <laughs> but, but it's true. I mean, I, I think that's but true. But you know what, though? Here, here's the deal on that. These guys, these guys that, that, that announced over the last three weeks, these these four-star basketball players, right. where they was going, man, I sat right there. I mean, I knew when they were making their announcement, and I'm on Twitter. You were on Twitter and watching, watching it, it man. Yeah. It, it was a big thing, you know. And, and, and Coach, it's cool. It's cool the way they do it. Yeah. it it's just not me. You know, it wouldn't be you. But, um, hey – it's a great honor to sign. It's kind of like what we talked about a couple of weeks ago where it's a great honor to be an All-State or an All-Star selection. Right. It's a great honor when you stop and think how many hours a, a, a student athlete, how many hours they, they, they put in crafting their, 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 their sport. It's a and, lot. And then you get to go somewhere else and, and for four more years wear another name across the front of that jersey, man. It's special. Yeah. You know, so – Coach, you got anything else? No, good segment, good show. 
Hey, I want to thank uh, I want I want to thank Coach West for joining us and kind of lining you out on wrestling. Boy, I, already, I already knew <laughs> he, already knew a bunch he about had, it. He did educate me on wrestling. <laughs> but uh, I know you and I we're gonna have to go we're gonna have to go watch uh, a couple matches and and you know what I, I I bet knowing how we grew up and how we used to fight and wrestle I bet we'd probably be in, enjoy that. But Brian Dean, you got anything? Just a great show, and like to say thank you to yeah. our sponsors, Simple Simon Pizza. If you uh, if you get a chance to swing by and see Aaron Hill and the boys, just be sure and tell them that uh, the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. If you out in uh, Tawny Town and uh, stop by Ozark Sportsman Supply, see uh, Ashley Archer and company, and and let them know that. Uh, Ox and Oz show sent you as well. So thank you to those yeah. guys, and thank you guys for uh, do, doing the show. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, hey the, if you see Ashley out there, that store's got everything, man. They got everything in there. Simple Simons, man, I eat the lunch buffet, Coach. Nice, good stuff. We, we had it yeah, on they, Sunday night. Hey, yeah. here's the deal, though. I walk in, and all of a sudden, they, like, close down the buffet. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a reason for that. <laughs> you know, they, they told me that state passed a new rule. You can only make two trips at buffet. But I watched a little old lady the other day make three trips. But they only they only let me make two, Coach. Well, she she just get one piece at a time. She didn't get one pizza at a time. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, guys, hope you all have a great week. Everybody, appreciate you. Uh, continue dropping some emails. And uh, we look forward to uh, look forward to talking with you next week.